Bevins, I can't tell you how thrilled I am to speak with you, really. I, I just want to let you know that I'm approaching this story with an open heart, with no judgment. I just want to show our audience and, and, and the world who you truly are. In your own words. Listen, I'll keep it simple, Fai. All you really need to know about me is that uh, I really know my way around a kayak. Uh, oh. Namely the headquarters. Uh, I worked at the, uh, the travel company for about uh, two weeks. Uh, lost my job there. I am not comfortable discussing that at all. Okay. Uh, I did uh, also sleep uh, in a kayak for about... Uh, for about two years, oh, in an wow. actual kayak out in the, out in the open air, uh, which was wonderful. The only downside, of course, uh, being you're going to get blistered. You're uh-huh. going to get very, very blistered right. in the sun because there isn't a roof on a kayak. You know, it's not a four-star hotel. It's just a kayak. But uh, but it is it is much better than a canoe. Uh-huh. A lot of people are going to tell you, get in a canoe, they're going to act like they're the freaking king of France, like the Sacagawea or something, like they're so freaking important because they're in a canoe. I will tell you, I have been run over several times oh my God. Uh, by a canoe. I have been severely injured by oh, no. many, many canoes. Uh, I am a kayak woman through and through, just okay. to make that uh, perfectly clear. Got it. And about the day that you were arrested, can you tell me what you were feeling? I'm sorry. When... Your session has expired. What? No! No! <laughs> From my ivory tower in Davistown, Pennsylvania, this is Done Disappeared with me, John David Booter. To my great chagrin, my phone call with Bevins was cut tragically short, but despite the brevity of our conversation, I couldn't help but feel like Bevins and I were deeply connected. I couldn't explain why, but I found myself oddly charmed by Bevins because I am lonely. I felt compelled to reach out to her, to touch her face, and offer her a glass of water, and to be the listening ear she so desperately needed. And if I was going to do all of that... A simple phone call wouldn't be enough. If I wanted to look Bevins in her deep black eyes and see myself smiling back, I would have to visit her in person at the Davistown Penitentiary. I asked my business partner Bubbles to reach out to the warden at the Davistown Penitentiary to set up a face-to-face with Bevins. In the meantime, I thought about the bombshell Bevins had revealed to me about her passion for kayaks. Could that have been what she was doing near the Bovington River late that fateful night in 1987? Would it be possible for a woman to swan dive off of the Bovington Bridge into the river below and survive? According to local measurements, the Bovington River was only four feet deep and a good 200 feet below the bridge. It seemed to me that a jump from the bridge into the river would make a person's bones explode. So I decided to test it out. My business partner Bubbles helped me set up the whole experiment. We needed something as close as possible to a human body to throw off the Bovington Bridge. The best option we had was an old legless mannequin we found partially burned in the dumpster of a Forever 21. Struck by the uncanny resemblance, I named the mannequin Clara Pockets. And just as I prepared to throw Clara Pockets off the Bovington Bridge to see if she'd shatter, 
I began to have second thoughts about the experiment. After all, Clara Pockets and I were practically sisters. Bubbles understood my dilemma and agreed to call off the whole thing. I took Clara Pockets back to my ivory tower, washed her, dressed her in her signature oversized sweater dress, and sat her down at the kitchen table, where we engaged in a lively, albeit one-sided chat over Blue Apron. The physical presence of Clara Pockets in my home was remarkably healing. I finally had something resembling companionship, and felt truly blessed that Clara had come into my life. I was adorning Clara Pockets with my ex-fiancee Lisa's jewelry and various air fresheners, when I got a phone call from my business partner Bubbles with incredible news. Bubbles, what's the word? So I checked in with Warden McLaughlin. He's got everything set for us. Your rider's intact. Great. Perfect. It's going to be good for you. Awesome. For me, they've got the Diet 7-Up, no ice. Oh, good, um, good. But we're really excited to go. We're going to go in there. We're going to talk to Bevin. She's pumped to see you. Great. You're safe. Um, you're going to talk to her through plate glass. And then after minute 30, you get to talk to her one-on-one while you braid her hair. Oh, and good. after that, it's just it's just a quick peck on the cheek, and you're out. So I'll be there. But you can just text, tell, text, and talk. All right? I got the Bluetooth ready. It's all you, JDB. All you. <laughs> Bye, Bubbles. I love you. This episode of Done Disappeared is sponsored by ZipRecruiter. With ZipRecruiter, you can post your job to hundreds of job websites with just one click. Unlike other job sites, ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on the candidates to find you. It finds them. No answering emails, juggling calls to your office, or doing your due diligence. I used ZipRecruiter to connect with my business partner, Bubbles, and I trust him with my life. Bubbles would never betray me and has only my best interests at heart. After all, if it wasn't for Bubbles, I would never have met Bevins Maroney. And if it wasn't for ZipRecruiter's foolproof technology and thorough background checks, I may have made a huge mistake, like hiring a business partner who was trying to conspire against me with a famed murderer to have me hurt or killed in order to take over my podcast, Done Disappeared. With me, John David Booter. And now, my listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free. Go to www.ziprecruiter.com slash disappeared and enter the promo code John David Booter. www.ziprecruiter.com slash disappeared. www.ziprecruiter.com slash disappeared. Promo code John David Booter. Promo code John David Booter. You won't be disappointed. Okay, Mr. Booter, did you turn in your wallet, remove your shoes, turn in any weapons you're carrying, abandon any children who may be accompanying you? Do you have any needles or knives or anything hidden in your bathing suit area? I do not. Okay, good. Now, just so you know what kind of evil you're dealing with here, this woman is the devil incarnate. Okay, well, I... Tell you a story. A few months ago, she steals an iPhone from one of the guards. She writes a blog post about how bad the food is here. Goes by... Warren McLaughlin... Piss me off. Warden McLaughlin. I think I think I might understand Bevis just a little bit more than you. I mean, no offense, but I am the guy who's writing the book, so. What's it? You writing a book? Yeah, I am. What? And I'm making a film that's also a podcast, but yes. What about? It's about the human condition and some goose gang games. You're writing a book about Bevins Maroney. You better believe I'm writing a book about Bevins Maroney. I don't know if that's a good idea, Mr. Booter. Yeah, I've heard that before, Warden McLaughlin. I mean, are you aware she did, in fact, murder a whole Warden bunch McLaughlin, of... with all due respect, I am a professional journalist, and I do not need spoilers. <sighs> I'm sorry, but Warden McLaughlin, this is my work. Now, please, show me to Bevins Maroney. Okay, Mr. Booter, right this way. I walked down the hall with Warden McLaughlin and sat by a phone 
waiting for Bevins to emerge from behind the pane of glass in front of me. Minutes passed, then hours, and finally, she arrived. Hey, Bevins. Hey, it's me. It's me, John David. I, uh, I brought what you asked for. Oh, good. The mozzarella sticks are here. Thank you, sweetheart. You can just set those down right there. Bevins was even more fascinating in person than I could have ever imagined. And what followed was one of the most remarkable conversations I've ever had. Now, Bevins, can you tell me about the first time you ever saw it? We had been watching twins uh-huh. in the main room. And for whatever reason, a race riot started while we're watching twins. So they had to calm everybody down and they put in the other Blu-ray, which was... Mm-hmm. Uh, which was back in the days, and I gotta tell yeah. you, I was impressed. It's a great movie. I mean, Will Smith, Charlie Sarah, I mean, a lot of people haven't seen it. It's just, it's crazy that I've seen it, and you've seen it, and we've, we've both seen it. And I got my own little Charlie's right here. Oh, hello. Charlie's at the teeth of George Washington. <laughs> yeah. My cellmate, Butterscotch. Yeah, a pleasure. Hi, nice great to meet kid. you. Gonna be a big star. Wow. I am, uh, I'm a manager. Really? She's gonna be playing me in my movie. Wow. Gorgeous, gorgeous girl. Seems like a great friend. Great figure. Gorgeous figure. Figure to die for. But I'm keeping my paws off, right, Warden? Okay. Yeah, Warden has some trouble. But I mean, for Christ's sakes, look around here. I mean, it's like a Vegas buffet or a singles yeah, bar. I mean, can no. you blame me? No, can't. But anyway, John David Buddha, right? Think that we could work something out? You scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Absolutely. Next time you come back, yeah. Maybe you come with a carton of Capris, the long ones. Okay. Or, uh, or a case of marshmallow peeps, a freaking love marshmallow peeps. And again, I see the warden waving a finger over at me, like, no, 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 Bevins, I, I'll, I'll just tell you. Is that last time somebody brought me marshmallow peeps, uh, somehow heroin got in there, which I did not know about. No, I did not know anything about that! I mean, Jesus Christ, does anybody let anything go anymore? Tell me about it. The longer I talked to Bevins, the more I knew. We did share a deep connection. We were forming a mutual understanding, and we were becoming friends. And I believed that soon, our friendship would start to become something more. John David Buddha, come closer to the glass so I can know you can uh, read my lips. Okay. And this is important. I'm listening, Bevins. John David. Yes. You have a screw me, and you will be facing an inordinate amount of pain, my friend. Because I have been burned, scorched, over and over before. Both literally and metaphorically speaking. And the claws, they will come out. I understand. Again, I'm speaking literally, as you can plainly right. see that uh, yeah. my left hand here is in fact a claw. Yeah, I noticed that. So you just keep all that in mind and uh, we can work this out, I think. Okay, but anyway, uh, looks like they're calling me for supper, so... Uh, We'll pick up here when we left off next time, and uh, it's been a pleasure. You take care, all right, sweetheart? Bye-bye. I walked out of the prison in a daze. I couldn't believe what I'd experienced within those walls. I couldn't believe the humanity Bevins had displayed. The wit. The gentility. I was completely overwhelmed and had to talk to someone I trusted. John David Booter, you know what to do. Clara, Clara, are you there? It's me. I know you can't come to the phone, but just just please listen. I, I talked to Bevins Maroney. We are deeply connected, and I think... I think we're falling for each other. But she trusts me. 
She's giving me everything, Clara. Absolutely everything. She told me about her kayak and, and growing up in the woods. We, we just talked our heads off all day. She couldn't have done this, Clara. She's too warm. She's too docile. God, sometimes when I think about how good my book can be, I can hardly breathe. Don't you see, Clara? Bevins is innocent. And I... I'm gonna prove it. Okay, Clara. Stay right there. I'm coming home. Next week on Dunn Disappeared. John, have you ever farted into a job before? It's not even that hard. You unscrew it, scrape out the miracle web, punish the jar, close it back up. Add it to the stack of wall of jar farts. These helpless emissions trapped in a glass prison for your enjoyment. If that was an Olympics for jar farting, I'd have the goddamn gold medal in every event. Hello, everyone. We have some exciting news. Done Disappeared is now on Patreon. The support of our listeners means the world. And in the coming weeks and months, we'll have exclusive content available to our Patreon subscribers. This week, I sit down with the real-life best-selling human book writer behind the upcoming memoir, My Crazy Life, The Rebecca Lavoie Story. Crime book writer, Rebecca Lavoie. I'll be conducting a wide-ranging interview on topics like how she thinks I'm doing and how to make a book good. It's an enlightening chat that will be available on Patreon early next week, and you won't want to miss it. Sign up today at patreon.com slash done disappeared. You won't be disappointed. Done Disappeared is written by me, John David Booter. Edited by me, John David Booter. Produced by me, John David Booter, and my business partner, Bubbles. Additional reporting for this episode by me, John David Booter. Music by Steve Moore. For a full track list, look at our show notes. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, please, don't disappear. Disappear.